hey girls, hey guys. <laughs> hey everyone. I'm Ash. And I'm M. And welcome back to Girls in the Fast Lane. Oh wait, that's the Lucifer theme song. Our theme song. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> we actually got a new theme song, so I'll roll that right now. If you didn't notice in the last week episode, we do have a new theme song. Um, Ash, are you wearing shoes at the moment? Am I wearing shoes? Yeah. No, why? No, there was Nico Rosberg. Oh, you know what? (laughs) That was my first note of the weekend. It was the first thing I noticed when I switched on FP1 and was it FP1? It must have been FP1. Can I just, can I just say something? Nico, hi, if you're, um, if you're listening. Hey, what's up? Uh, sorry, Brittany. Um, babe, don't give that away for free. You could be selling that shit. You are a world drivers champion. Give yourself a little more credit, sweetheart. I wonder if he's on that website. You know that website with Wiki Feet where they rate celebrities' feet. <sighs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I wonder if he's on there. I wonder what they're. I'm googling him. <laughs> Nico Rosberg. Is that how you spell Rosberg? How about you spell Rosberg? Rose and then Berg. Thank you. No, he doesn't exist. Damn it. But you're right. I mean, but did you notice when they cut back to him like 10 minutes later, he had shoes on? So obviously Sky Sports were like, ah, excuse me, your toes are not allowed on there. All right. It was Monaco. It was Monaco. And I am so sorry for the lack of energy that Em and I have. Em is still recovering from her sickness. I caught her sickness and now... Through the computer screen. Yeah. Might I add, because we're in we're 2,000 kilometres apart from each other. Yeah, I'm now sick. So, I mean, we're a bit flat, but we're here and we're fucking rolling. So, it was Monaco. It was probably the most exciting Monaco in... For in ever. Okay, you obviously didn't watch last year's Monaco. No, I obviously. Yeah, didn't. so don't even because last year's Monaco was. It was. <laughs> it was the most exciting Monaco I've seen. It's not a lot. <laughs> it's my first one, guys. Hey, I'm hey, you've got to you got to start somewhere, and I mean, it was a good one to start on, to be honest, because I went back and watched all of the twenty twenty season, and that was a boring Monaco. You know, probably the boringest race, is that a word, boringest? The most boring race I've watched this year was Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, you're actually right. And it's so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, there were 400 fans there, but it was boring. Just 400? Fuck. 400, yeah, it was just me. It was just me. 400,000 fans there. Um, it was boring as fuck. Maybe that was because Charles was like 20 seconds ahead of everyone and then Max DNF'd, but you know. Yeah. Who was even on that podium? George Checo? Yeah, Checo, George, Checo, and... Charles. Charles, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's right. Carlos went off into the gravel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not here to talk about Australia, though. We're here to talk we're about... We're not, unfortunately. <laughs> we're here well, to talk about... Fortunately. I think, the, I think the elephant in the room that we need to get over and done with first, that everyone has been speaking about, and I know we've spoken about it a few times, is... Daniel Ricardo. And McLaren. Yeah. If it, for anyone that was watching in FP3, Daniel had a 
big shunt. Um, he was luckily okay, which is great. Um, but the first thing his engineer did was ask, is the car okay? And that caused quite an uproar. So I, I was obviously watching live and was like, holy fuck, how could they do that? But then it was later announced. And I don't know if McLaren announced this to save their behinds. Um, that the engineers don't watch the live stream. They're watching the data. Yeah. So they so he watched the car slow down. And then as soon as he realized that Daniel had shunted into the wall, he was like, I'm glad you're okay, bro. I mean, I, I kind of understand where they're coming from with that. But also at the same time, like, I don't think it excuses it. I also think the... Um, Zach Brown came out earlier in the week and kind of said some, I think, untoward things towards Daniel, saying that, like, there's clauses in his contract to get – either to get him out of his contract or for him to leave early. Like, there is escape routes for both the team and for Daniel. And it's like, I don't know why you would announce that unless that's an avenue you guys are seriously looking at. And It's it's really, like, you're not putting your faith in your driver anymore, are you? Yeah. If you're coming out and saying that. You're, like, throwing them under the bus saying, we're kind of done with them. Yeah, and I think that, like, Zach came out and I, quote, unquote, I'm pretty sure he said, Daniel hasn't met our expectations or his own expectations. Um, and... And this was even before the press day for the Monaco GP. So then obviously on press day, Daniel got Daniel. hounded by the yeah. by the press, being like, you know, what are you what's your like what's your taught back essentially? And he was just like, My skin is beautiful, tanned and thick. <laughs> Which I mean I get, but it would not be a nice feeling to have not have your oh team my behind God, you. No. And being the talk of F one as well at the moment like we don't have a Mazda spin anymore mm-hmm. um Mick is crashing a lot but yeah. Daniel is the forefront and all I can say is if you're not from Australia the Australian media at the moment is fucking savage I have seen so many news pages that never post anything about F1 that have come out and been like oh he's done he's done Get him off. But I also don't know if I would call it Savage. I think he's the only Australian F1 driver currently. So they're not going to report on any other driver but Daniel. And I think that's the only news they have on him at the moment. So not that I'm defending Murdoch Media, but. Yeah, well, it sounds like you are. (laughs) Okay, Rupert Murdoch lover. (laughs) Don't even. Um, But yeah, I think it's, what do you think is going to happen? Like, give me your opinion of what, where this is going to go. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak from Daniel's perspective, but if I was in Daniel's shoes, I would be cutting and running. Yeah. But then you'd always have that in the back of your head that you just gave up. So, ah, oh, fuck, it's too hard. <laughs> what are your, What would you do? What, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I think that... There's a part of me, like, I am a big Daniel Ricciardo fan. And I, I say, see, I'm sitting here for anyone that's listening to the auto with a Daniel Ricciardo jumper on. She's not. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I am. I've got these pink Daniel Ricciardo jumper on. She also wore that yesterday. Um, bro, let me recycle outfits. I'm sick. Um, <coughs> I think that, I don't know, you've got to, there's a fine line between, okay, can I still do this? Am I adapting to the new 
like it's the same with Hamilton. Like, am I adapting to the new era of cars? If not, like, where does my self-respect, where do my ego and self-respect end and meet? And where do I, where do I step back and be like, okay, F1 isn't for me anymore. Like, there is nothing wrong with that. There are other avenues of racing that would be gladly to take him on. Oh, he'd be great in NASCAR. And or Indy, and like, yeah, like his heroes, like um, his hero was in NASCAR and raced under the number three. Um, it, yeah, he'd be great in Indy. I mean, we've just seen um, an F one Marcus Ericsson yeah. win the Indy five hundred, which is fucking amazing. Also, quick note on him: I get him and Kevin Magnuson confused. They look the and same. Yesterday, yesterday I was like, oh my god, Marcus Magnuson won. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> And I was like, oh, nope, they're two separate people. <laughs> that is so good. But, yeah, I think you've got to have that line. And I think that it, I, after two – I think it's two years of underperforming. Um, I know that he did Monza last year, but – Yeah, but that was kind of given – it was kind of a bit of a fluke. Yeah, it was a fluke. And also, like, I'm pretty sure Zach Brown came out and said that Lando Norris should have that Lando Norris should have won that race. So I Lando mean, was obviously quicker than him. And I mean, I know that Daniel put in fastest lap at the end, but he was also in clean air. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I think it's kind of like maybe it is time to step away. Like I think he's talented and I think he's had his time and I think he's done an amazing thing for F1, but I also, I, just, I don't know, it's such a hard, a fine line. It is. And it's, it's so difficult, but but moving on, you know, we we have we had some cool helmets on the weekend. Oh, I know you had a favorite. Tell me about your favorite. Did I have a favorite? Yeah, you did. You talked about it all weekend. Was it Hammies? No, it was Checos. I literally said one thing about it. I said I liked this gray. You mentioned it quite a few times. That's why I put it on. Did there. I? Yeah. Fuck, I don't even remember that. I remember mentioning it once and being like, oh, his helmet's fucking cool. Yeah, you mentioned it once and then you mentioned it. He, there was like a shot of him carrying it and you're like, I really love the grey. And I was like, oh, it's obviously your favourite helmet from the weekend. Ah, I lo- No, I loved the Amethyst in, uh, yeah. in Hammies. Our, sp- our spiritual girls loved that, didn't we? Look, I have am- I have Amethyst right next to me right now. So, you know, me and, me and Lewis are basically the same person. Oh, my God, do not even. <laughs> you guys are so far from the same. I know. <laughs> um, and she's wearing a Max Verstappen jumper. Can we just get that for the record? Um. Yes. Um. Did you have a favorite helmet? Yeah, I think I like. I loved Lando's. Lando's helmet was really cool. Um. I love the fact that he incorporated the Monica- Monegasque flag. Um. But yeah, I'll have to gr- agree. Like the amethyst. I and I love the sculpture it was based off. Hamilton. Oh, it was. It was so, so cool. beautiful. I wish they would sell minis of that because right? I would buy that. So quickly. yeah, and it was for charity. I would definitely buy one. One hundred percent. Like I kind of regret not buying Valtteri's bum at the moment. <laughs> it also would fit the aesthetic of my apartment. I have crystals everywhere. <laughs> it really would. <laughs> Jeez. Selfish. Yeah. If they bring out if they bring out mini helmets, tick tick it off. It's gonna stop my merch buying ban. I mean, you're doing well. I'm proud of you. I am doing so well. Oh, what did you break? You broke it. I can tell. That's a cheeky grin. Tell me what you bought. Also, you need to to tell me what you bought because I've bought you stuff in the last month. Well, I bought something with Etsy. So it's not like real official merch. Like I bought that candle that I was talking to you about. 
and I bought a shirt. But I may have bought the Danny Ricardo Shiraz. Oh, I mean, I'm not mad. No, but like, I was like, oh my God, 80 bucks. Yeah, that's a fucking steal. Do I drink red wine? No. Yeah, but we've also talked about this already. I think we're going to have to have a wine, pretend to have a wine night. Oh, I won't be opening it. Well, I'll open mine. You've got here Gunther, not happy with Mick. Yeah, so just as I was climbing on board, uh, I saw an article on What the F1 uh, saying that Gunther is not happy with how much Mick is making them spend on the car. Um, and now that he's in his second year in F1, he shouldn't be making mistakes that result in the chassis being in two. And I know it's a safety precaution, but... Okay, I'm going to fight this. I have to. My inner, my inner protective, like, love for I Mick. love Mick. Do not get me wrong. I love him. He's one of my favourites. But... It was a big okay. Shunt. It was a big shunt, and that's why they've designed the cars. Like they've literally designed the cars to break into. That's not his fault that it broke into. I know you don't have to tell I me. Know, I know. I know. This is directly at whoever wrote this article. Like the chassis. Oh. The, the chassis. <laughs> You're getting no, mad no. At me. I'm just mad at the situation, babe. Mad at the situation. <laughs> I just it's like, what did I do? I just don't understand like the it's designed to break into you can't get angry at someone for that first of all second of all like let's look at Latifi how many seasons has he done how many chances he had in the last fucking how many races like you know there's a factor of luck that comes into it like and I also don't think that that crash was his fault like if you watch it back like the car just comes from under him yeah so apparently he went 10 centimeters off the line and got onto a wet patch but even so like no one's perfect. They are not machines. They are still human. Like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Also, K-Mag didn't finish that race either. Like, what even happened there? Also, did anyone know that he was out? Because I was looking at the thing and it said out. And I'm like, oh, maybe he's just doing an outlap. And then I was like, wait, no, where are the brakes? <laughs> he's not doing an outlap. And then it flashed to him out of the car and everyone was like, what the fuck? What? When did they, when did he? Yeah. So I noticed he was out maybe like a lap or two before Shumi's crash, but they didn't, I was waiting for them to televise it, but they didn't. And then Shumi crashed and then everyone was like, what the fuck happened? And then I kind of, kind of comes into the fact that um, the F1 don't have the broadcasting rights in Monaco and it's done by a local broadcaster, which is why... It was semi off on the weekend compared to. What I think it, it was fine is. to be honest. I think it was about the same standard as Sky Sports. Um, Day one, there was a lot of fuck ups, like FP one. Yeah, but I also think that was like a like a um, training wheel streaming situation. kind of issue, not a like angle or filming issue. Yeah, um, but let's get into practices. Let's break it down a bit. Oh well. All our practices were in the dry, which was good and bad. Oh, do you want me to go? Um, yeah. So <laughs> pr- first practice up, first person off, who is it? Good old Charles. And Charles. I was like, Charlie. get it out of your system, babe. Get it Charlie out of your boy. system. Get it all out in practice because we need to have a clean race. Um, so he came off. He didn't have any major damage, which was fine. Um, so... That's, yeah, that's what I remember from that one. But 
It was basically everyone like locking up into that first corner and going on straight. Like every like most drivers yeah. did it. Um there were some big lockups in practices. There was. There really was. McLaren looked super strong in um, practices too. They did. And I mean, we even had Daniel up there in the timesheets looking really good. And of course, Lando Nori Norris doing really well Right, well. Lando Nori is still not 100%, but still putting in the lap times. What a little king. Uh, and honestly, like I know that he started fifth and finished sixth, but that's still so impressive. Yeah, well, then we had a pit lane incident with Mick blocking the uh, pit lane. <laughs> yeah, right. So Mick, what was even wrong with the car? I I don't know, but it feels like a gearbox. I feel like oh, it was a gearbox. You gearbox literally have issue. written gearbox issue. <laughs> and little trolley. It literally says Shimmy Jr. Gearbox is issue. Little trolley. Like, that's it. That was so cute. Um, I was so worried that the stewards were going to break the car when they were like lifting it bro, up. They were like leaning on the front wing, pushing it down to like, they were like, like seesawing oh. this little, like this little trolley. And I'm talking like, a little dolly trolley, like, to fit under the car to push it into the pit lane. And I was just like, I just I don't, I don't understand, guys. Like, like, please don't break the F1 car. But also, like, um, how does that thing carry a ton? Like, that is, it's what, 700-something kilos? Like, that's almost a ton. How does that little trolley carry that much? Uh, physics. Yeah, that's not our strong suit, is it? No. Um and then K Mag lost the rear. He didn't crash though, did he? I think he did. Oh, oh, I can't I remember to be honest. That. It feels like that was so long ago. Um, but the one thing that I took out that I saw constantly over the weekend, but was kind of surprised about seeing they had really good pace, was the Mercedes boys had a lot of porpoising going on. They looked like they were really uncomfortable and they had a lot of complaints <laughs> during practicing. Hammy. Um, <laughs> and Hammy. Hammy literally wanted um, – I think Toto came out and said after FP1 that he was going to make as many elbow pads and knee pads that Hamilton <laughs> needed as long as they had a fast car, they weren't going to change it. And I was like, whoa. So basically what is going to happen is – Hammy is going to be covered in bubble yeah, wrap. I see it now. With just his hands and his feet out. <laughs> and he's, He doesn't need he's his feet out. Go. He just really needs his hands out. Yeah, he does. Doesn't he? he uses yeah, but feet. I mean, like, surely you can, like, press on the pedals with bubble wrap, right? I mean, maybe, but you probably don't have the same feel. It's like when you're driving in high heels. It doesn't oh, feel no, the I'm, same. I'm, I, can, I reckon I could race an F1 car in heels. <laughs> I said it doesn't feel the same. I was like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but then what's this? Every mill was on the floor. Are you talking about millions? No, or every, every mill of height on the floor, like the closer it is to the ground, is like three hundredths of a second. And I was like, <laughs> I learned that fact. And I like. They should just drag them to down straight this away. point. Um, yeah. They could just drag them, like, just, like, literally. Who cares about the floor? Just fucking send it. But even drag cars aren't that low. That's the thing. Like, 
Uh, and you have Alex in Albon. In capital letters. In capital. <laughs> Alex Albon. Sorry, figure he is. Um, that's a... I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Alex, we love you. Uh, we don't know why. I Did he do uh, well? I think Seb. he did well in... I think he was doing good times. Seb nearly into the wall. Yeah. I mean... Do you remember? It was a fucking incredible save. We were like, oh, he's binned it. I was like, my little Aston Martin heart Yeah, but I also think it looked a lot worse than it did because he went through dirt. Like, it was like a patch of dirt yeah. and, like, the dust oh made it God. look like, oh, fuck, he's he's done like he's done. But oh, it was an incredible save. I, it was mad. We got some mad, yeah, and yeah. And then speaking about the man that everyone is speaking about at the moment. Going back to good old Danny Ricardo. Mm. Is the car okay? I think that um I don't know if he's gonna get a redemption arc this year, is what I was gonna say. It's kind of feeling like it's over, isn't it? But I also good old Nico Rosberg, everyone knows how much of a fan I am of his, did come out and say that he still wants Daniel Ricardo in F one. So I mean, I mean if Nico's saying so, it. So yeah, if obviously if Nico's saying it, it must be <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. There's no way that any that he could say anything Nico wrong. Nico Rosberg is like the god of F one. <laughs> um, so just quickly, out of contract in twenty twenty three, we have Sergio Perez. Yep. Lance Stroll, Sebastian Vettel. Those two are up in the air because the lengths of their contracts were never really discussed. Yeah. Fernando Alonso, yeah. Joe Yu, Mick Schumacher, Alex Albon, Nicholas Latifi, Pierre Gasly, and Yuki So Tsunoda. half the grid, essentially. Yeah. yeah, basically. Obviously, we... Can I just pause you for one gonna... second? Do you like that half the grid is out of contract and then the other half of the grid has contract for like fucking five years? Like, it's just no in-between. So Max is currently contracted to 2027 Same. and Lando till 2025. Yeah. And Charles, I think like, it was, had like a five-year contract at one point. Uh, Charles's contract is up in the end of 2024. So he's in the middle of it. I actually went through, I have a spreadsheet. Wow. Um. Yeah, so it. I, I'm not happy with the fact that half the grid's contracts are up. Also, I remember, like, it was a season one or season two of DTS where, like, people were dropping contact, contract, like, extensions or, like, signing with other people in the middle of the year, and it was just so stressful watching it through DTS. I don't want to watch it. Oh, so you... For real. I forget that you weren't really here for the contract drama last year either then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So wait until they start announcing contracts and you have like four people left and they're just like pushing it out and they're like, we'll announce it before summer. And then they don't. And then you're waiting and you're waiting and it's the most stressful thing. But we do have, um, we do have a rumor that's kind of, kind of outed itself and kind of. It was kind of confirmed, wasn't yeah, it? Honestly, like, like the they couldn't, silence. they couldn't, they fucked that up real hard. Like <laughs> Sergio is going to be in a lot of trouble. Oh, like, so if you don't know what happened, basically Checo won the Monaco Grand Prix. If you didn't know, sorry to tell you. <laughs> spoiler um, alert. <laughs> spoiler. But at, on the way up to the podium, Checo was heard saying to Christian Horner, I signed too early, hey. Uh, and 
obviously some eagle-eared, eagle-eared, eagle-eyed. Dan's and Dan's, reporters. No, it was reporters. Uh, heard that and brought it up in the press conference, and it was very awkward. <laughs> yeah, I think also because like Christian even responded. Like if you've watched the video. Sergio turns around and goes, oh, I signed too early. And Christian laughs and is like, no, you didn't. Um, so, but he also doesn't say where he signed to. So, like, he could be, it's not, yeah. I, obviously, he. Ash reckons it's a one-year contract. I reckon it's two. Yeah, I think it's a one-year contract. I don't think it's very, very, very rare that Red Bull offer a, a longer contract than a 12-month contract to anyone but Max Verstappen. All right. Well, on to Quali. Um, I mean, Quali was somewhat boring for the first half uh i mean until checo shunted it kind of sent it into the wall just before the tunnel uh quali was pretty boring i literally Um, have three notes (laughs) yeah also yuki jeez we were a bit early on the red flags this week i think oh no i don't think so it's a street circuit better early than late i think I think it truly shows what happens when they're not early enough. Like with, so what happened in Q3, so everyone understands what we're saying, is Checo going into the tunnel um, had oversteer and kind of went into a barrier. And then Carlos didn't see the yellow flags and the red flags early enough and then crashed into Checo. Obviously it was a... And then blamed Verstappen. (laughs) Um, It was all not a really big crash. It was quite minor, thank God. Because um, it could have been really bad. But, yeah, I think you it's way better having them way too early and be pre-precautionary than to send them late. Mixed red flag in FP, whatever it was. Um, and then Yuki's. I just, I don't know. I felt like they were a bit bit quick on it. But, yes, for Checos, they should have been quicker on it. No, um, I mean... Also, can we just talk about the fact that Checo and Carlos crashed and then Fernando also crashed but no one discussed it because everyone was focused on Checo yeah well I mean Checo's kind of blocked the whole track and everyone had to stop like all the cars had to stop on track I don't know if if anyone if you saw that televised but all the cars were like stopped on track like a little train yeah and I mean then we had the literal podium running for the for the end of the race um what do you mean so we had Checo in the wall, P1. Then we had Carlos, P2. And we had Max behind him in P3. Uh, yeah. But I mean, that's also, did that, is that how they qualified? No. Max qualified P4. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, yes. But Yuki caused a red flag, which was a minor red flag, which was, I think, Em was trying to say earlier. Mm-hmm. But that red flag caused Q3 not to go back out. Oh, no, Q2 to not to go back out, sorry. And impeded Pierre, which means Pierre... Impeded a lot of drivers. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, I obviously am going to speak about Aston Martin because I don't know how to speak about anyone else. Uh, but poor Lance. He had been on a flyer. So had Pierre, though. Pierre was, like, about to chuck it top 10. Oh, of course. Like, Pierre, without a doubt. And I think they both would have gotten through to Q2. And that's why Pierre was so angry when he walked off. Yeah, I've never seen him that angry off on. Like, I've never seen him that angry. Like, I've seen him annoyed about things, but I've never seen him that angry about a situation. 
And then the best thing was is that Yuki kind of put it on, put it up into ninth in the top ten. You're like, oh yeah, <laughs> just the way. And we have Mr. Sebastian Vettel in tenth. I know he did well. Did he? Yeah, I was very impressed. Good job, Sam. Any other drivers we you want to comment Q3? on? Other than Aston Martin. Um. Um. Look, there's not really anyone that needs to discuss it. Uh, no, Charles did do well uh, putting it on pole. It was just, yeah, disappointing seeing Checo shunt it into a wall. Max was not happy because he was on a flyer. He had matched Charles in uh, the first sector. Yeah, I was actually really sad for Charles. Like, I was so sad for Charles. Um, This whole weekend, really, it's – we've talked about it before. He's Monaco curse, and it really seemed like he was starting to shake it. But then then the race happened. The team. The team. And it wasn't even no, it his wasn't. fault. It wasn't his fault. So let's start at the beginning of the race. We were delayed an hour. Was it an hour? It was ridiculous. That's what all I'm going to say. The race was supposed to start at 11 p.m. Australian time. And it didn't start till, I want to say, 11.45, maybe even later. I thought it was 12. Maybe it was 12. It was ridiculous. I wanted to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, M's commitment level is now dropped. Hey, <laughs> I just worked a full shift. Um, yeah, it was quite a big wait for this rain. And honestly, it looked like the rain had cleared up and it did clear up. And then it rained a bit more. Yeah. And then it cleared up again and it was just like, just start it. So, and <laughs> we also had engineers on the <laughs> run, right? Like there were engineers everywhere. We also saw one of our Tinder matches <laughs> i was like ash that's the guy we rushed with on tinder and she was like what and i'm like him yeah i actually saw a couple of really? them i actually saw yeah i saw a couple i've seen a couple of them on the weekend that's it was interesting. so funny <laughs> um i also have okay so when the drivers finally got the 10 minute call to get back in their cars um for some reason at that point, everything was just really funny because you've been waiting an hour. It's a bit ridiculous. Um, Esty had no shoes on. <laughs> Esty, Esty, what you doing, hun? Like, I know you don't want your pedals wet, but I think shoes, shoes may be important. Shoes, babe. Put your shoes on. Don't give those feet away for free. Thankfully, he had socks on. Uh, and then, yeah, you've got Lance with these little plastic baggy shoes. <laughs> just everyone getting their shoes yeah. dried. Like, I just, it was just funny. It was the cutest. It was very funny. <laughs> also, Hammy, babe, I know that you are the second oldest on the grid. But when you stretch like that to get into your car, it's not a good look, babe. It kind of looked like an old guy bending over backwards with his hands on his hips. Why do you have cows? What cows? What cows? Oh my God. Cows. Right. So they were like not, they, no one's, so everyone didn't trust the radar. So that's also why the race took for so long to start. Cause they didn't trust the radar. They were like, oh, you know, Monaco has its own like weather system. Like we can't trust the radar, the, the radar. And Ted and Crofty were carrying on about who's got some cows. Oh, who's got the cows. Right. And I was like, the fuck he's talking about. Brits and their cows, apparently. <laughs> I don't understand the reference. Do you understand the reference? No, Ted Kravitz, hi. I know you listen to us. Um, <laughs> can, can you please explain the cows thing? Crofty, explain the cow thing. Either of you, just, you know, 
actually just like anyone that's anyone that's in our comment section if you know what the cows and the weather re- and how if you know how cows and weather are related, <laughs> can you please comment it on our TikTok, Instagram, can you please YouTube somewhere? Please. So I, the next point you got down, I didn't even know that he started from the pit lane. Yeah. So on the four, so race finally starts. Everyone, we're doing a few formation laps, trying to clear some water so it's safe to race. Many Fair enough. Formation laps. Um. And then Latifi just sends it straight into the hairpin. Like doesn't like doesn't even it's a slow hairpin. Like you're doing like twenty Ks. He is turning, but he just Doesn't turn. Doesn't turn. <laughs> like the car doesn't turn. He just goes straight into the hairpin. So then he has to go into the pit lane and box. Um and I'm pretty sure he started from the pit lane. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Damn. I thought he started from the pit lane. Jesus. Yeah, and then we had Lancey Boy. He got he he called did he crash with someone? No. He just got a puncture. I can't remember. Um I think he just got a puncture. I'm not sure how he got the puncture though. Um so he ended up in the pits with Latifi. Yeah. Um so and then, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, they nearly crashed into each other. Like it was a close call. Yeah, I'm kind of over this whole unsafe release thing we've got going on at the moment, guys. Can we just like at Aston? No, yeah, uh, no. In general, um, can we just? I mean, it's mainly Aston. Can we just? Can we look a little like if you need me to come in for the job, I am available. So you know, just hit me up. I'll take like. I'll just. She'll take cake. I would just take the vibes as payment. I don't know, babe. Vibes don't doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, but I'll just live in the the car. Like I'll just sleep in the car. Do you know how we say thick thighs save lives? Yeah, no. I don't think either of our thick thighs will fit into an F1 car. I was actually car. thinking about it last night on the way to work because last week you made the comment that if we started now, we could still get into F one. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, we would have to do some. Uh, some slimming down, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, I will go to the sauna every day if I need to. Is that? Does that work? Have you not seen? That's the hot. Okay, I went to the gym have this you, morning. But did you did. have you seen DTS oh. where Valtteri is like oh, in the sauna? I have seen uh, that scene. I mean, repeat. if you haven't seen that scene, go watch that scene. I have seen Valtteri's bum way too many times. <laughs> I will admit. Uh, can we just also touch on the meme that he posted? Did you see it? I mean, he's like, he honestly, he accepts memes about himself. Like, have you ever seen him wear the shirt where it says, um, to who am I concerned? Fuck you. Like, he wore that on a shirt. Yes. Like, of course, as you should. Um, so the race finally started and, um, we, went from 78 laps to 77 and then it changed from 77 laps to the clock counting down which was an odd sight to see to be honest it was actually more strife it was actually more stressful the clock counting down than the laps because not only do you have the clock counting down but when the clock stops you still have one lap yeah like you the clock stops and then you have a lap and then the race is done we, we didn't we skipped joe we skipped joe Oh, Joe. Joe Gunny. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Joe. 
Um, Joe was battling Pierre for position and Joe just runs straight through the chicane. <laughs> like didn't even <laughs> didn't even bother trying to go around. Like and then they were like, oh no, he gave up. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't give up. You didn't slow down enough. Like are you joking? <laughs> you completely cut him off. Like jumping forward one for that. Can we just talk about this the amount of times that George went through the chicane? <laughs> like he literally got a black and white flag for going through the chicane so many yeah. times. Like, babe, it's a chicane. You're meant to go around I'm gonna be it. You're meant to go I'm through gonna be it. Honest. I'm surprised that, like, there was not a like the n- not that many penalties given out. Like, there is some shady shit that went on. Like, let's talk about <sighs> both Red Bulls, Checo and Max, both crossing the pit exit line. D- <sighs> don't defend them. <laughs> I'm not. I've seen the footage. Mm. I don't know what to say about it. Uh, Max actually, I I will defend Max actually. Yeah, he slid out over the line, which I don't think was his fault. But I definitely think that Checo should have it. Should have had a penalty. Yeah, and then Ferrari obviously contested it, and the FIA said no, nothing in it. Yeah, because they don't want to be wrong. Not after last year, Massey and himself being wrong, they'd obviously like. Honestly, can we talk about the fact that Massey would have just started the race on time? I don't think he would have. <laughs> and have them send it into turn one. I don't think he would have. He like practically wouldn't let them race at Spa. <sighs> oh well. Oh well. Um. Yeah, there were a lot of things that went on during the race that um that shouldn't have happened and uh unfortunately ferrari ferrari fucked up with their double stacking basically double stacking if you don't know is when you bring both your drivers in and you get wheels on both of them one after the other and they called charles in charles turned into the pit and then they said no 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 stay out and it was too late yeah, and that lost the race because he was running the first. first. Yeah, yeah, that, that lost, lost him, the, him race. the race, like straight up. Like, and I think it it would fucking hurt. Like the first time that you actually got a great race, and he was pulling out in front too, mm. um, for that to happen. And then not only that, like, I just it doesn't make sense why they tried to pull him in, like at all. I, they think they were going. Maybe Red Bull were going for an undercut and ended up going for the overcut. I don't know, but it didn't work for them. However, it did work for Red Bull. Their double stacking was pretty impressive. Yeah. Max came out at the end in the media pen and said that he was expecting to have a slow stop because obviously you've got so many sets of tyres around um, because you're doing one car after another, so you've got – Four sets of tires, just chilling. You two, two sets of tires. Oh, you take. Okay. Need up three. It's all right. Two. Okay, we'll go with two. Yeah, That's your fine. maths, <laughs> your maths is really off there. It's okay, I don't need maths for nursing. Um, Dan, we didn't touch on Daniel and Pierre. Daniel had a shit race. Um, <laughs> let's be real. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He qualified fucking twelfth, finished thirteenth. Um, Lando had a great race, um, which will I think we'll touch on Lando a little bit later, but didn't have a, and it's obviously not a good look for all the contract talks that are going on at the moment. But Pierre had a great battle with him. Pierre was an absolute king, and like 
Honestly, for people saying that Monaco doesn't, you know, bring overtaking, just make it a wet track and Pierre is going to try and overtake every single person. Honestly, Pierre changed over his tyres. He changed from the the wets to inters and fucking just sent it. Yeah, I think he was like six <laughs> seconds a lap faster. Like at the start, they were like, fuck, there's, there's no, if there's no, if you go on to inters, there's like, you're not getting any advantage. And then Pierre just went, boom. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sent it. Yeah. There's also like, he was trying to overtake Daniel. And as he was trying to overtake Daniel, he was drifting like straight up. They were both drifting. And I was like, this is either going to end a really great or really bad. Like I, Mm, please don't drift F1 cars. I'm not a fan. Yeah. It it scares me. <laughs> yeah. It also turned into Pit Stop City. Um, I yeah. feel like everyone – so everyone pitted for Inters and then everyone pitted for Slicks. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of pit stopping going on, which worked out in some people's advantage. Well, I mean, it did work out in Red Bull's advantage, but at the same time it was very fucking weird. Why did they go on the mediums? Why didn't they go on hards? And why did Ferrari go on used hards? They only went on the mediums because they worked out how many laps they had left in that time. They they came yeah, came but out. I'm pretty Checo's sure. tires were basically dead. Actually, no. Checo said that he won. They okay. Hold on. Checo said that they had gone through the shit phase and they were getting better again. But there were a few moments there, especially down into the hairpin, where Carlos was almost in the back of Checo's car. Yeah, but I also think that Ferrari's faster in the corners than Red Bull. Ah, Ferrari's win. Um, so, yeah, I think, th- I feel like also Science was trying to be a rally driver. Oh, my God. They were, like, on the commentary, like, he's just taking it from his old man. And, yeah, he had a good save. I can't remember what it was, but it was a good one. Um, I'm pretty sure it was like when Checo locked up after the red flag. Checo locked up and he nearly went into the back of him. I commend them. They're yeah, good it was drivers. a good. It was I could be better, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so then we had our huge shunt, which we've already touched on with Shimi Jr. Poor Mick. And I'm only bringing this up because I've got, the, I've put down the note, Monaco Marshalls super fast. They were like fucking lightning speed. I have never seen a crash cleared up so fast in my life. I think we need to employ the Monaco Marshalls at every race. Right? I agree. I'm 100% here for that. Also, the tech pro, they just like fucking smashed that out. If we had been in like Jeddah, it would have taken 60 minutes. Yeah, I feel like there's been other races where it takes way longer. Like, I know every crash is different, but they were just, like, on it. There's, like, cars behind the safety car, and you just see two marshals rolling the rear yeah. end of a house out off the track, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> that was so funny. Also, they just don't care. They're like, fuck it. If I die, I die. <laughs> oh. <coughs> you right, sweetheart? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um... So then we have obviously red flags over, Checo locks up. We then got, you know, most cars on fresh tyres after the red flag. You then also have Alex Albon and Lando going for fastest lap. And Lando stuck it. Lando got 
the fastest lap and walked away with that one point. What a fucking king. I honestly think that, um, I mean, he walked away with a few points, more than one, but just so our listeners are aware. Um, but I also think that I think if he had a, like if there wasn't the shunt in Q3, I think he would have definitely been higher in the grid. Oh, a hundred percent. And well, do you think, what do you think would have happened if Fernando Alonso hadn't have become the new safety car driver? Oh my God. All right. Let's chat about that. Cause fucking. Did you see the map? Yeah, I did. Basically the four leaders were like way out here. And then there was like Lando and George, like four seconds apart. And then there was the entire uh, yeah, it was like rest a, of the grid yeah. in like two meters. It was four, It was a 40 second gap from the back of Lando to Alonso. And it's like, there was actually no reason for that. Like he impeded so many drivers races. And he didn't even get a fine. But I mean, like technically he was doing nothing wrong. He was just making that uh, Alpine as wide as he could. Yeah, I mean, I would have Hamilton would have been fucking fuming. Like I would like. I just need them to stop playing Hammy's radio when he's complaining about someone. Because when he complained about SD, I was like, "Hey, no, that was incorrect. SD had that line." Oh, we didn't even mention. Oh, yeah, no, it's in the list, but we just missed it. But anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about and didn't watch the race, Hammy and SD were going for it, and into a corner and I I personally I think we both think the same thing we both reckon that SD had the line Hamilton didn't back out neither did SD and they kind of real touch floor situation yeah and basically SD came out after in the media pen and said look this was discussed last year Mm. in the drives briefing and they said that they wouldn't uh we wouldn't get a penalty for something like this Lando had a the gap was obviously so big between Alonso and Lando that Lando pitted again um for no reason just to get fastest lap for tyres because to be honest he got on the radio and was kind of like well I'm bored we have this big gap what are we doing with it did he jump on softs uh I think he jumped on mediums he might have jumped on softs I can't remember it's not in my notes good on him get that extra point baby yeah (laughs) Carlos also got a fine yeah, 10,000 euros for impeding Lance Stroll. Is that to the team or to him? To him. So I saw that, that little article. Yeah, well, I mean, he's had a lot of warnings. Um, a lot of warnings for impeding recently. I would actually love to know his penalty count. Do we know? Well, Can we I, see that anywhere? I don't know, but I thought... After three warnings for impeding, you got a ten grid, a ten place grid penalty. Hmm. I don't think I think everyone's okay on their supers at the moment. No one got super points on the weekend. Yeah, Monaco was. It was a tie. Monaco. Um, oh, I mean, we can now announce um, what's happening next week. Yeah, we can. Jesus, next week. I know, I know. We have a business meeting after this, but um, do we? Do you want to announce our? Do you want to announce it? You announce it. Make you feel a bit better. 
Aw, you're so sweet. Um, so next week we have our first ever guest, um, international guest. We have the wonderful and only Live Laugh Lids from TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my brain was just like shutting down. Whoa, where is she from? I thought you were going to say um, country. And I was like, yeah, yeah, she's from the UK. And she's going to come on and we're going to talk a bit about being a female content creator and talk about a bit me- about mental health. And honestly, we just think she's going to, she's a vibe and I think she's going to fit right in. And we're just excited to have her on. Basically, we just want to be her besties. <laughs> she's going to listen and be like, guys, yeah, she's going to listen and be like, fuck, I've made such a bad mistake. This is the worst thing I could do to agree to these girls. But yeah, we're excited. Um, if you have any suggestions of guests you would like on the show, please let us know. Hit us up on email or comment sections. But I think we've got some good things happening. Like it's slow but steady and we've got some, like we've said, we've got some exciting things coming. We have a guest we have next some, week. We have some exciting prospects coming up that may be fruitful. Right, right. I know. It's so exciting. We have we have done a lot of work, I will admit. I think it's time to call it a day. I'm going to have to agree with you. It's time to call it a day. I need to cough off off air. Oh, you haven't coughed on air enough? (laughs) No, because they won't hear that. I'll cut that all out. (laughs) All right, we're calling it a day. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. Please give us a thumbs up, a thumbs down, five stars on Spotify. We are on TikTok, Spotify, YouTube. Instagram. We have email. We have a website. Check it out. I've uploaded some new Yuki Eats recipes. We're going to send out our first email this week. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just keep an eye out because, I mean, that website has got some got some things coming. That kind of felt low-key passive-aggressive. But Why? Why it. did it feel passive-aggressive? No. Should I do it again? I think it was just – no, I think it was just um, just aimed at me. <laughs> oh never never i would never do such a thing never. i already started a draft on the email i gave up waiting oh fuck <laughs> uh so's guys all right um, love you bye <laughs> love you bye <laughs>